Hey, does your, um, when you use your electric toothbrush... Go on. Does it ever sound like kind of like a didgeridoo in your head? No, and I think... Listen, I'm not, I'm not here to say that some electric, electric toothbrushes are bad and some are good, but uh, I don't think mine is really pulsating to the point where it's helping me clean my teeth any, any better. Really? Yeah. You think you were just good at it before and you don't need... <laughs> no, because I've used different electric toothbrushes before, like the, like the kind that you have currently. I don't know if it's the same brand, but... Where it oh, I have, a, I, have a, I have an Oral-B Genius. Yeah, so. yeah. Where it pulses so hard, and there's like maybe like there's a different there's one that goes up and down, and there's a top piece that maybe goes around in a little bit of a circle. Oh yeah, yours you, doesn't have that. No, oh. it, but your mouth feels so clean. Yeah, like I, my, yeah, my mouth feels so clean with the Oral B Genius. So so clean, and they're not paying me anything. No, and I'm not saying I'm, I'm unhappy with my toothbrush because you know it times it for me. It's like doing a regular thing, and then it pulses so you know to move. I think it's like kind of just shaking it's just shaking it's not really it's not really doing any deep cleans not really pulling anything extra out of there yeah i the least important part to me would be where it tells you how long it's been in your mouth and you should switch to a different quadrant i can handle that yeah that's I mean, easy that's easy <laughs> yeah i want the head to but be I, like whirling and twirling and doing stuff all yeah. all up in my mouth yeah because uh, it's just like the whole toothbrush like all of it's just it's just like a regular vibrating like it's not i don't feel like it's doing any any deep cleaning digit 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 it's, it's if fine you, if, no it's not because your teeth are going to go bad and rot out of your fucking head and then you'll get infections and I was your breath just, will smell uh, bad i was just at the dentist yeah. and they said i'm doing a great job yeah so. mm, well <laughs> how long have you had this other um since december yeah it's december yeah yeah when and when did you go to the dentist um like three days ago okay so you yeah. really only used it for like a month and a half. Yeah. Mm. And the dentist was like, "Yeah, keep up the good work. Yeah. But they also said that the last time I was there. Yeah. But that's only because of the time before that. They had to, they had to be like, wow, we got to drill some holes in these teeth and fill some stuff up. A lot of cavities. <laughs> yeah. No, it happens. <laughs> but I'm flossing now, you know? Flossing. Good, yeah, good. Were you not doing that before? No, I, I, was, uh, I was in the camp where I was like, flossing's probably just a scam. Jeff. You know? Jeff. Go that on. That puts you in a camp with some unfortunate people. Listen, <laughs> how, how did you get away with that for so Go long? On. I feel like that's a thing I would have jumped on. Do you not remember in like my early 20s, me and, me and one of my other friends, we, that was like the first thing we'd ask new people we met? I don't remember no, that part. Because I you probably already knew you by then. Cause we, yeah. Yeah. But, we had a period where just would always ask new people, like, do you floss? Because it's like, it was a great question because it's borderline yeah. between like way too personal with someone you just met and super yeah. innocuous. Just like, oh, we're just making a conversation. <laughs> and if the answer is no, you beat the shit out of them. No. Well, we'd just be like, oh, you should. And then we would expound <laughs> on the virtues of flossing. And it would make people really uncomfortable and they'd feel unwelcome. Yeah. And it wasn't, that part wasn't great. But if they yeah. said they did floss, then, you know. I, I wish you had chained me into flossing years ago. Yeah. I did and too. I <laughs> here's, here's the thing about flossing that I, I, I just, I, I don't like, is that it doesn't really fit, the floss doesn't really fit between my teeth that well. You know what I mean? I don't. You gotta struggle to get it in there. Really? Struggle to get it out. Yeah. Your teeth are incredibly close together. <laughs> Your teeth are incredibly close together. They're Sounds not. Like a, 
<laughs> no, it's, it sounds like it's easier for me to get this, this very thin piece of floss know. in between my yeah. teeth. I had, I had a piece of floss the other day mm-hmm. stuck in between two teeth. <laughs> How'd you do that? I don't know. <laughs> I, it's like, I, have one, I, I do those little, like, um, you know, extra wasteful things where they're just like a little pick and I have a, a, a section of floss on a little hook. Oh, come on. It's that's a, a way, that's a scam. <laughs> it got me to floss, Sean, okay? All right? I'm not wrapping floss around my fingers, cutting off circulation. Okay? Oh, yeah. But, the, the... but anyway, the floss got stuck between two teeth, uh-huh. all right? I had to grab scissors, yeah. cut one of the ends off one of the sides of the hook, and just try to pull it out the other way because I couldn't lift it up out of my teeth. I had to go out of the side. Yeah, because the tops of your teeth are, like, grown together. <laughs> Possibly. I mean, listen, it's... I think that I think that stops a lot of people from flossing because I was like, "What am I just gonna have this thing of floss just sticking out of my teeth now?" Why don't you ask your next time you go to the dentist, ask them about that. Be like, "Are my teeth too close together?" Because it's hard to floss. Do you think if they saw somebody where their teeth were too close together, they might mention it? Right? Like, well, these teeth are close together. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. And my dental hygienist, she's fine with like, she's like, "Let me let me floss for you," and she's you know. She's fine. Kiss my head all the way back. Jeffrey, she's like, boom. Jeffrey, she's fine. You're engaged. <laughs> I'm sorry. She's fine. Now, um I don't know what that was. Did you have a stroke? Yeah, I did. I did. Um then she she gets in there and gets out. I, I think I as a I don't think you have a good angle on your own mouth to floss as as a person. I don't think we're evolved to floss, all right. but all right. I, I recommend it. Yeah, I don't have any problems. Listen, I was at Walmart <laughs> today. I'm just tired of talking about this. I was at Walmart today and I saw I watched a yeah. woman take six cans of pizza-flavored Pringles and put them in her cart. Whoa! Six, huh? So, you think it's, it's I don't party? know. If she, yeah, I'm hoping there was a party, because if she's going home <laughs> to eat those by herself... <laughs> oh, boy. And that's a shame, because Pringles' recent advertising is suggesting you mix and match flavors. Really? You know? Yeah, they want you, like, a, a Pringles one, and then a cheddar cheese one, and a jalapeno one, and you get a spicy pizza... Or something. I don't. I don't know what their combinations are, but they're encouraging to mix and match. All right. To get a flavor get, explosion in your mouth. What do you get when you mix pizza, 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 and a pizza, and a pizza, and a pizza? Um, diabetes. Hmm. That sounds right. Hey, and welcome to Heads Up with <laughs> yeah. Jeff and Sean. There we go. I'm Jeff. I'm Sean. Is my? Wow. I don't. It doesn't look like my audio might be quiet on this one. Okay. It's about I'm just time. Just saying. It looks. <laughs> no, I'll be talking more than usual just to test it. What do we do in this podcast? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, we we do a few things, you know. We uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk about a candy we ate. And there's gonna be a middle segment, and uh, we're gonna talk about animals. But first, right? oh no, wait, we did the casual banter. <laughs> so you just kept talking about the floss being stuck in your teeth, an attractive subject that everybody wants to hear about. <laughs> it's not. I'm, it's not an attractive subject. I think there's more of. There's more people like me out there. Yeah, and um, they have those kind of experiences floss, and they, and they just don't want to floss. I'm just saying. All of you need adult braces to force your teeth apart until <laughs> Jeff. In a couple of years, you... you're gonna have no, no. You're gonna have one single horseshoe-shaped tooth on the bottom of your mouth and the top of your mouth because your your teeth are growing together. Is what it sounds like to me. I'm not a dentist. Get a second opinion. But that's what it sounds you sure? like. You sure I don't need children's braces? What's the difference? You're an adult. You get adult braces. Okay. Oh, this, I, that's not hard. To, is that hard for you to understand? I don't... No, I thought, like, they, they can't grow together, right? They just push each other out of the way. I don't know. You, yours, Your mouth sounds like a special case. 
<laughs> I'm sorry you've never had any trouble getting floss between your two fucking perfect teeth. Two of your fucking perfect teeth. No, you're right. I only have two. I have a big horseshoe-shaped <laughs> one on the bottom and a big horseshoe-shaped one on top. <laughs> that would be a cool look for a horse, right? This horseshoe is made out of human teeth. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. It'd probably be pretty durable, depending on how much sugar the the horse walks on. <laughs> yeah, the horse has to be careful not to walk on, you know, through sugar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't pick an animal. Did I say I would last time? Because I didn't. I lied to you. No, you, you didn't say that. Right, you didn't good. say you'd pick an animal. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Dodged them. You're saying you want to talk about animals, Sean? I'm like fucking Al Capone. Not paying that tax. Well, yeah, we can do whatever the first part is. Well, now it's time to get online through our internet service provider. It'll be cool. Here we go. You know that I don't think. Un- of, you know was... I don't think about this podcast in my free time, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That was a, that was Al Capone's undoing. Those the, the taxes part. Why can't you be like Al Capone in other other parts of your life? Are you telling me not to pay taxes? No one should pay taxes. Taxes is it? Taxes are against the law. No. Do not. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I heard someone say that once. Is the, an- is the animal you want to talk about libertarians? <laughs> I'd like to reinvent them. <laughs> Sean, what do you know about uh, leopards? they got spots. Uh, they're cats. They uh-huh. will sometimes, when they kill food... Like a like a like a gazelle or something, they'll put it up in a tree where other predators can't get to it, like scavengers. Um, they probably pee on stuff to mark their territory. Was that a real question, or was that just you introducing <laughs> the animal? I mean, I, I I'm introducing that animal, and I do want to know what you know about them. You know, I mean, I'll say that's seem, it. Seems like you're nailing it. You know, I'll say that's it. Their seems spots are called rosettes because they're not like a, a solid color. They're like a little shape with a thing in the center okay but other than that I'm sure they must pee to mark territory I, I didn't read that anywhere but okay it seems like most animals do that so it's like a cat thing too right I'm gonna like, give you that just yeah, doesn't like cat pee smell extra bad I think so but people who own cats don't seem to agree with me <laughs> they love it they love the smell when you run into a person that smells like cat pee they love it so leopards are nasty pee cats <laughs> what else? What else about them? Compared to other cats, they have long bodies and short legs. Is it? Are, I oh, really yeah. relate. Do you have you ever seen the that gif of that really short legged cat waddling down the hallway? Yeah, he's adorable. They're, so I imagine all leopards are like that now. That's how they move. The National Geographic website is just really nice. Mm. It's, a, it's a nice website. Yeah, a lot of lot of good pictures. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be clicking on this website more often in the future. There's a kid section, you know, for kids. They probably don't talk about the nasty cat pee. Yeah. <laughs> is there an adult section? Well, it's just the normal website is the adult section. Oh, okay. Let's see. I gotta look at this website. Whoa, what a picture it pops up for right? leopards. It's pretty good. It's, and, like, you scroll down, there's, like, a wolf down there and maybe an elephant, and they're really good pictures. Oh, I went right to leopard. I mean... Yeah. Oh, okay. oh no, you're right. Yeah, I know. Oh, most popular animals... That's how we should be picking. We should just be going to their most popular animal list. Have we already done polar bear? No. Oh. I, don't, I don't think so. Oh. It would be a Can't. shame if we had to keep track. <laughs> <laughs> I 
they do they drag stuff into trees like you were saying that's crazy can you imagine like uh, killing something bigger than you and then dragging it up to a tree with your mouth no that's crazy I would not do that no. <laughs> I doubt at my age right now I could climb a tree I don't let think let alone with my mouth full yeah I definitely couldn't climb a tree unless there was a ladder attached <laughs> yeah and that would be just an adult man dragging a corpse into a tree house <laughs> I would be okay if law enforcement shot me dead at that point that would be fine <laughs> <laughs> I'm tr- yeah, I'm trying yeah. to look for like nasty leopard pee, <laughs> and the internet. I guess I'll just type that into. Yeah, I was gonna say what you Google search. Nasty leopard pee. Whoa! The first result from WildlifeAct.com titled "The Best Smells of Nature." <laughs> Ew! So a pervert <laughs> runs this. He makes colognes strictly out of cat pee. Okay, it's claiming that leopard pee smells like buttered popcorn. Um, when leopards we've mar- heard that before, haven't we? With like different. Sh- oh my god! When leopards, it's one guy just going like this. Animal pee also smells like buttered popcorn. <laughs> Don't le- beavers have really nice smelling pee too? Like they're like it's like they make vanilla ice cream out of it. When leopards mark their <laughs> territory, they give off a distinct odor reminiscent of the movie theater. When I think of movie theaters, I think of, like, sticky floors. I don't think of, like, buttered popcorn smell. Well, next time you're out somewhere and you smell buttered popcorn, there's a leopard about to kill you, I bet. You're in his territory. <laughs> yeah, look around. How much, like, butter? You know what I mean? How much, that's, like, no, that's what I was wondering, too, but there were no more answers, and I closed that <laughs> website. And was it a leopard that was, like, in captivity that they only fed buttered popcorn? You know what I mean? I, I don't know. I told you that website had no more answers, and I've closed it. I can't help you. I can't help you with this anymore. <laughs> did, I mean, were there any? Did he cite any sources? I mean, no, of course not. Are oh, you kidding God. me? <laughs> Do you think you could train a, a, a leopard to go in a litter box? I think I could. Yeah, I'm very arrogant <laughs> that way. Because this seems like something like a rich person would have as a pet, right? I peed standing up for a week. The results were messy bolditalic.com. I'm just Google surfing now. I'm sorry. That's probably a lady, right? Yeah. Because they make little, like, disposable funnels for women to stand up when they're camping, basically. <laughs> Jeff, I know all about those, okay? <laughs> it's called a female urination device. <laughs> is, is that the technical term? That is actually... Is that that is, go, you can go ahead and Google it. I knew that off the top of my head. Oh, yeah. Um, just let me add that. This week, female ur- urination device. Last week, furries. Yeah, just... So- <laughs> Just ruined my fucking history. That's good. That's what no, I'm you're about that. throwing up a smoke screen so that fucking big data can't track you everywhere. You should see. I, the fucking yeah. there's someone at Google who just like cries when they read my search histories after we do the. Right now it's like nasty leopard pee. And that's it. That's where. I'm, that's this is my starting point. Is nasty leopard pee. Somehow what else? I feel I feel safer putting in your urination cup than putting the word female in front of it. I, I don't know. Then look for a furry female urination device. <laughs> oh, man. The leopard is one of the five extant species of the genus Panthera. Fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, I switched to image search. I do not like this. I need, oh. I need to go. Sorry. <laughs> I have to go. <laughs> they don't look disposable. All right, here we go. Yeah, yeah you rinse them ahead. out. You know, you just go to the sink and rinse it out. <laughs> yeah. That's what I always like to do is just uh, rinse stuff I peed in right in the sink. There's a bunch of different kinds of leopards. We're going to run out of animals if we don't start getting more specific. (laughs) You're right. 
You're right. Do you think they use that tail for balance more than other cats? Is that what tails are for? Uh, I don't know. Probably. Don't they do that thing where they like spin it around when they're making a sharp turn? I think that's uh, cheetahs. Yeah. That's a big Although... cat. They're all the same. Um, <laughs> Although they do go, these leopards do go 36 miles an hour. Yeah, that's nothing. <laughs> I can do it in my car easy. Yeah, really easy. <laughs> <laughs> I could do double that. How many how many leopards do you think I could run over in my car? You think you think they, they could switch the standard from horsepower to leopard power? It's it's that's like it would have to be by 36 miles per hour, though, right? Like, so if your car yeah. could only do what 72 miles an hour, it would be two leopard power. Is that how that yeah. works? Right. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You sounded confident, but I know you don't know. Just, you know, how well your car can go up a tree. That's like two leopard power. The leopard is sexually dimorphic. Uh, males are larger and heavier than females. So Tell that's me just a uh, just a thing to know about them. They're usually top of the food chain, not just because they're up in a tree with the food, but zing. Just a funny little. <laughs> Funny little comment I had. <laughs> They're all over the place. Great job. Some maps right there in Africa, mm -hmm. Asia, uh, some of the other continents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's one in San Diego. Oh, that's, a, that's in a zoo. It's in a zoo. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, I don't think if there's just one of them there, you can be like, they populate the zoo. No, no, we keep them in the zoo. <laughs> Females give birth in a cave, crevice among mm -hmm. boulders, hollow tree, or thicket to make a den. All right, so they like to hide themselves when they're doing it. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Average typical lifespan of a leopard is between 12 and 17 years, and the oldest recorded spotted leopard was a female named Roxanne living in captivity at McCarthy's Wildlife Sanctuary in the acreage, Palm Beach County, Florida. Uh, 24 years old. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah, uh, we should be keeping... Yeah, I know we talked about this last time, but more animals need to go to prison. It's good for them, of course. What if we just had, like... You think it's just, like, more medicine and less stress? Do you think Yeah, we... they, they get fed. Like, they don't have to go fight wildebeests and get kicked in the head with hooves to eat. Like, we just throw meat on yeah. a plate or whatever. I don't know how zoos work. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, yeah, they get fed. They get the, medical attention. Zoos keep the giant plate industry... In business. That's that's the thing. <laughs> so, I mean, what if we just, like, you know, made a concerted effort uh, outdoors to leave, like, giant piles of meat or vegetables, and occasionally, you know, we just go and just put them under and, and clean their teeth and stuff? But that sounds... Do you, th you think they'd last longer in the wild? Without the dental care you're advising, that just kind of sounds like how a leopard might view the world. Like, other animals are just lumps of meat, and then there's, like, trees and stuff that are just lumps of vegetables. Yeah. You think they'd last longer if we left just slabs of meat out there? Up in trees, maybe. We leave the meat in the trees. That way, bears yeah. can't get to it. Yes, there you go. Well, I don't know if they share. I don't think that's the leopard's concern. I think there's other things. Yeah. But... Leopards and humans? Oh, yeah, we make statues out of them and stuff. <laughs> They typically don't eat people, but they will. They have to, right? Uh, yeah, I think they avoid people. Let me see. I, I do too. So. Yeah, so most, most healthy leopards prefer wild prey to humans, but injured, mm -hmm. sickly, or struggling cats or those with a shortage of regular prey 
may resort to hunting humans and become habituated to it. Oh, shit. Although usually slightly smaller than a human, an adult leopard is much more powerful and easily capable of killing one. Mm, mm. All right. A leopard wrote that, but... <laughs> aren't we aren't we wild though to to a leopard like <laughs> probably you think leopards see us go they go whoa two legs wild <laughs> it's crazy dog it's crazy what are you guys doing they prefer wild animals to to humans does maybe you said wild prey i don't know <laughs> i don't know what the difference there is yeah maybe people just taste bad right that's that's what they say that's why they tell you not to be afraid of sharks right it's because they don't like the taste of humans that can't be true. It can't, I, can't be. I, I can't think of one good reason to not fear a shark. <laughs> they don't like your taste, Sean. There's like a handful of nature's perfect <laughs> killing machines, and sharks are definitely one of them. Sean, the human fart is the only one that smells bad, okay? That doesn't sound right either. That's, that's how they know. That's how they know not to eat you. No, that's not true. You've never smelled a dog fart? <laughs> we, oh, I'm sorry, do you... on a dog. When, when you smell dog farts, you go, mmm, great, mmm, so, that's so much better than mine. Well, a domesticated animal, sure, their farts are going to stink, you know? That's why... I don't, I don't know. That doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> that's why leopards like wild prey, mm. you know? Whoa! But, <laughs> go on. There's a leopard in India that killed more than 125 people. <laughs> that's wow. amazing. There's another that's believed to have killed more than 400. Oh, shit. Jesus. So, like, they don't like doing it, but, uh, you know, if they get desperate and they get good at it, they're like, yeah, I'll just keep doing this. <laughs> well, I mean, if you're born with a gift, you know, <laughs> God gives you this gift, you gotta use yeah. it. Dang. That's they're... crazy. 400 people, though, that's, that's, that's a, a lot. lot. That's a lot of people. <laughs> And they only live in the wild, what, like 12 years, you said? Yeah, exactly, like 12 to 17. <laughs> How? It's a lot of people. Do leopards, do leopards have their years. own, like, serial killer special, like Jeffrey Dahmer got? <laughs> Netflix is making one right now, yeah. yeah. For sure. Probably are. <laughs> All right, well, leopards sound pretty much terrifying. Um, they are terrifying, yeah. Do you want to reinvent them? We can make them better, for sure. Better than they are. This is the segment where we spit in God's eye because he didn't do a good job. And Jeff keeps promising me a musical sting and maybe a spit noise, but uh-huh. yeah, do you, I, don't listen to, I don't listen to those episodes after we do them either, so I don't know if you've done that. I have. You have? Yeah, I oh did. Oh my God. All right, I'll, I listen, I'll listen to another episode, the last one, right after this. It better be good, though. I like how you complain about things that have already happened. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, it's the it's the gift of being willfully ignorant. Mm, mm, so it's good. Gift that keeps on giving. Uh, let's get yeah. rid of these spots. Yeah. Does it help them I, hide? It says it helps them hide, but you know what would probably be uh, be more advantageous? What? If they had black and white stripes. Because I'm sure they hunt zebra, right? They walk up to a zebra, a zebra's like, I think that's a zebra. And then, boom, you're dead. I don't remember the zebra episode. Do they have really good eyesight or really bad eyesight? <laughs> I think they have okay eyesight. Mm. Yeah. So I was thinking, we can do black and white stripes. I was thinking military camo style. <laughs> like the like the glitch kind or the pixelated kind, not like the big splotches. We, you know, that would be a good idea for our today's modern, la- you know, digital <laughs> landscape. Yeah. <laughs> really, really get this place looking like Minecraft. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, we can do that. That sounds fine. All right, so so digital glitch style camo. Do we keep them the same color, or do we do do, we do, do the green and browns? Green and brown. That's what I, that's what I mean by military camo. I want them green and brown. Oh not, shit! Okay, a bunch of little spots on them or whatever. Then we have to have some sort of prince ride this green giant green cat that has a sword that makes him more muscular. What was the what was the plot to He Man? I didn't know that's what you were talking about. So <laughs> he had a giant green cat, didn't he? I don't know. Oh my god! What did what did you do when you were a child? He Man's cat. I told you I disconnected. From popular, like, in what, what did I? I think I was a G.I. Joe kid. Battle Le- Cat. Legos. Battle yeah. Cat. Battle Cat is green with yellow stripes. That's <laughs> yeah. not military camo. Battle Cat looks like a fucking idiot. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, when he's his alter ego, Cringer. What the fuck are you talking about? He had a secret identity, just like He Man was somebody. The cat it's... had a secret identity? Yeah, of course. The He Man. And his cat hung out together when they were in their superhero masks or whatever they did, and when they weren't, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so he's, first of all, He-Man, even I know this, He-Man didn't wear a mask. <laughs> yeah, but when he took his shirt off, people didn't know he was what's-his-face. I'm looking at some pictures of Battle Cat, and Battle Cat inexplicably did wear a mask. <laughs> As though it well, that be... way you could know who he was. Yeah, of course. So, I'm sorry, you need to be really clear with me here. When he's not green with yellow stripes, what did he look like? He looked green with yellow stripes, only he didn't have all that battle armor. So he just took off his armor? Yeah, okay. and He-Man put on a shirt. <laughs> yeah, well, thank God, first of all. <laughs> did he put on pants? Uh, yeah, I think he put on pants. All right. Yeah, He left that, uh, <laughs> that whole codpiece slash armor. At home, yeah. you know. Yeah, you better. He man, please. This is this is a wedding reception. You need to stop flexing. First of all, why are you all oily? You're not winning this bodybuilding competition. You know, I can't even find his non He Man name. It's so. Adam something, right? Yeah. <laughs> what did you Sorry. even do as a kid, you fucking idiot? <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. When he was Prince Adam, he hung out with his cat Cringer. You know, nobody was any wiser when he. Uh, Turned into He Man and put armor on his cat. So, suck it. So, okay. But, I mean, I, all I wanted to do was reinvent leopards, but now I'm on <laughs> I'm on Wiki Grayskull, the He Man and She Ra wiki. Oh, whoa. And I'm looking at this entry for Cringer. Yeah. So, Cringer is Battle Cat, but mm-hmm. when Prince Adam must defend Eternia by transforming into He Man. What yeah. a fucking what a fucking clown cartoon. Um, <laughs> he, so when 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 he turns into He Man, yeah, he can he can use the same power to turn Cringer into the mighty Battle Cat. So what it looks like is that the cat doesn't have a choice here. It looks like he illegally owns a, a like a large cat mm-hmm. that he uses magic on to turn into a war mount. Sounds about right. Uh, this explains a lot about you if this is what you were watching as a child. <laughs> Catra? Was Catra a person from him? Catra? I'm trying to connect here, Jeff, with you. I don't understand your likes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Maybe? She might have been from She-Ra, right? She's like a cat lady. She's like a cat. She could have been woman. from She-Ra, yeah. I don't know. Why not? Didn't they put out Why a new... Not? No, I think I saw the new She-Ra on Netflix. It's on Netflix, yeah. I haven't watched it, though. Oh. 
I think I remembered thinking it was okay. Okay. I mean, it's not for me. I'm not a little girl, but... Right. Yeah, it's a remake He-Man. Yeah, you're in. Yeah, I'm not, but... Jeff, I'm not a little girl, okay? <laughs> wow. Seems like, seems like you really want to convince people that you are not <laughs> a little girl. So what else do you want to say about He-Man? Your favorite cartoon from when no, you were a child? Was, I, was just, I was just trying to relate with you through nostalgia. How, when has that ever worked for you? When has that ever worked for you? You're always throwing out these movies. Oh, remember Twins? Remember the great movie Twins you loved as a kid? I don't, Jeff, I don't know any of these things. You should know by now I don't know any of yeah. it. You have to explain it first, and then I'll have a dim memory, kind of. Probably mm-hmm, from you mm-hmm. explaining it like a decade ago to me. <laughs> and that's yeah. it. Alright. Who's Orko? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't remember that. I couldn't remember his name. The cat's name. I couldn't remember He-Man's name. I and you're like throwing a... out all, all these tertiary characters and this doesn't have a fucking clue who they are. You fucking tell me. You're reading it. I just saw a picture with a name under That's all. <laughs> <laughs> So, I was just imagining every because I do this to you a lot. Where yeah, you say a thing and I'll just start asking questions about characters. I I just realized it always comes off like I'm a suspicious girlfriend. And you, you brought up someone's name and I who's Orko? <laughs> Jeff, who's King Randor? <laughs> you pull up images for oh gross. You look at Orko. Pull up images for Orko. It's yeah. like yeah, that's disgusting. He's like a little. Legless Goblin in uh, oh, Red Bathrobe. Oh, that's Orko? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember, I remember him now? now. Yeah. yeah. He was like the comic relief a lot of the time, if I'm remembering correctly. But did that, did that feel good when I said a name and you recognized it? Was that nostalgia for you? <laughs> Are we better yeah, friends yeah, now? I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to look fondly upon this now. You sound it's thrilled? great. Yeah. I just assumed that, that you knew a little bit more about He-Man because... I'm pretty sure Brett had, like, all the He-Man toys. Yeah, well... Really pandering to our, to our audience right now. <laughs> Remember Brett had all those He-Man toys? I don't. The one where it's, his face changed. Oh, The God. castle. Battle Cat. Did he have Castle Grayskull? I don't know if it was Castle Grayskull. Hey, listeners, write in if you, if you had Castle Grayskull. <laughs> Why? Because Brett's, Brett's a listener. Right. <laughs> But he's just going to text us. That's not... Uh, sorry, writing he's, not, he's not even... think that group chat is writing in? <laughs> no. We're reinventing leopards. Can we get back right. to basics? Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Green, pixelated camo. Shorter legs, but more of them. How about that? <laughs> How about one more leg? I've always wanted an animal with an odd number of legs. Okay. You know what? It can Five be... Five legs, it's... really short. It could be like its standing leg, right? So it'll it'll runs really fast to catch prey, and then when it's standing and eating, yeah. it stands on this one leg that's in the middle of its body, while yeah. its other legs dangle and they kind of rest. Yeah, I like that. That way, it can spend like it alternates, so it can spend yeah. like, it rejuvenates its fast legs faster. <laughs> it's good. That's good. I kind I kind of want to see like a scorpion style tail where they mm. can actually poison things, but you know, it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to have that. I, yeah, I mean, if it's so fast with so many legs, five, mm. uh, how, I guess, it, I, I'm imagining it running down its prey. Mm-hmm, yeah. If it's so fast. But then why would it yeah. need the stinger, I guess? Well, it, like, question. paralyzes it, you know? So it, once it catches up to it, it's not like 
flailing around. It doesn't. It doesn't have to. I, I think I like the the look of it, the aesthetic of it. But yeah. how about this? Then how about this? It's tail. Mm-hmm. You communicate with other leopards, so it's uh, more more like a hand at the end, so they could do like sign language. I thought you were gonna go like an avatar. It braids <laughs> together with them, and it's like no. a weird. No, no, I can't. Yeah. Uh, no. Good. No, thank you. That's that is, that that's that was the most sexually graphic film I've ever seen. Yeah, it was pretty. <laughs> It was the and hardest. Stick it was, that stuff into a tree. The <laughs> hardest core softcore I've ever seen. Yeah, and they made you see it in 3D. Uh, There's like no other options. I don't think I saw it in 3D. <laughs> but I live out in the country, so. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you saw it with me. I don't remember seeing it with you. Uh, There's a group of people that saw it. Pretty sure you were there. That sounds even less like me going out to a place with a group of people, Jeff. Come on. Or you agree, or you agreed to go so someone else would say they can't go. <laughs> I don't know. I oh, don't that know. yes, that okay, that definitely sounds like me. <laughs> no creepy avatar tale, but they do it sign language. Just have to look exactly like a human hand because they can make up their own sign language, you know. All right, but if okay, so but it sticks straight up all the time now, though. Okay, it's pointed up in the air the entire time. Pointed up in the air the entire time. Okay. Well, that gives, like, animals a chance to see, like, a small group of hands above the savannah grass coming at them. It says they're solitary anyway, but I feel like if you're in the clues and was like, get the fuck out of here, this is mine, you know? Or, like, they can get explicit consent when they go to mate or something, you know? And I think more often they'll be hunting together because after a good hunt they'll have the ability to high-five. <laughs> Really creates an extra bonding experience for these animals. Yeah, and they can stop the doing five. nasty. They can stop doing nasty pee puddles everywhere. <laughs> yeah, they can, they can write on a tree or in they the can write now. They, can, <laughs> they have language. They work together. All right, I'm done with this whole thing. What's the next segment? We're done. We fixed leopards. They're good now. They got five legs. They didn't, they didn't need much. They didn't need much. No, they really um, don't. You were. You said you were gonna pick a movie 400 to expand people. on. Four hundred people. <laughs> That's crazy. Think of, think of how many people they could have done with five legs. It's a big. Ca- it's a big cat. <laughs> you know, it must have been stalking them or like hiding up in a tree and just fucking jumping right down. What was the movie? I forgot the name. What was the movie I was texting you about? Who's the guy? What's the guy that plays the Hulk? Mark Ruffalo. Yes. Okay. I'm gonna start there, and I'm gonna find this movie. Is it a fairly recent movie? Like, is it still in theaters? Who was the... God, no. <laughs> They're playing it on ABC Family. Okay, okay. It had to have and been you... from, like, the 90s, it looked like. And you texted me about this. I didn't text you. I texted the group chat. <laughs> we don't talk exclusively alone. <laughs> um, I really am just baiting Kyle or Eric to say something. They're so disconnected. Yeah. What is that about? <laughs> It's like it's like they've muted us or something. Probably. Do, do you remember what what it was about this movie with Mark Ruffalo? Uh, yeah. So this this teenage girl, right, is I think an outcast. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or whatever. Oh, yeah, she, you, and she goes. You I'm, were no, I'm sorry. Her. You've started to get me to talk about the plot of a movie I saw, so I will finish. You, you saw Thank you. you saw thirteen going on thirty. Both is that girls. what it was called? Jennifer Garner. Yes. All of a sudden, goes from her 13-year-old body into the future. So her 13-year-old self's in her 30-year-old body. Yes. Yep. I remember now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you don't know anything about popular culture, Jeff. Please. I'm trying to, I'm trying to connect with you. I'm trying, no, I'm trying to connect with you. 
True nostalgia. Please, please summarize your movie. Uh, she goes into a closet at a party or something to do. Okay. Uh, what's the closet game? Seven minutes in heaven. Sure. I don't. I don't. I didn't go to parties as a kid. So. Uh, God, I'm trying to connect then with you. Something happens, and then she wakes up in her. Yeah. It's as though the intervening years didn't happen. So she's 13, mm. but she's in her 30-year-old's body. And it's presumed through magic that she has lived those intervening years in a specific way. So mm. that now she has, like, her dream job and stuff like yeah. that. People know who she is. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like some random 30-year-old just showed up. Well, it's part of, um, like, she became friends with all the cool kids that were making fun of her in the beginning of the movie. What? Yeah, like she gives up all of the stuff she thought was cool so that she could be cool. That that never works, first of all. Well, not in movies. <laughs> I think it works in real life. I don't think in movies Does it, it? You can I'm, just pretend to like things that the cool kids like and it works? Yeah. All right, fine. Well, I made things a lot harder than, than they had to be. Yeah, all right, all, go on. We all did. We all did. <laughs> wow, 13 going on 30 is from 2004. It's 14 years, right? I don't know. Is that right? I don't know. Uh, Judy Greer's in it. Nice, nice. Um, and the reason I started watching the film is because Andy Serkis is in it. Cool. What CGI character does he play? That's why I was watching. I was like, whoa, this is a crazy... Um, but he doesn't. I think he just plays her boss. Um, Lame. Jennifer Gunner's boss at the place that she works at some magazine. Well, how many jobs do, do uh, screenwriters give people? They're um, the, like... You can run a cupcake of... shop. Yeah. <laughs> You can work at a magazine or a newspaper. Yeah. yeah. Um, I guess you could be a frazzled school teacher. <laughs> or a bad teacher. You would be a bad teacher. Yeah. Are you referencing something I don't understand? Because it feels like you are and I don't understand. Oh, there's a movie called Bad Teacher. Sorry. Oh. Cameron Diaz. Oh, yeah. My favorite actress. Of course I would know that film. I forget what job the Hulk guy has. <laughs> In the movie, but he comes off as poorer. He's like the schlub. Okay, he's a schlubby guy. Got it. But he's played by the Hulk guy. You just told me his name. I forgot it already. I don't have the page up anymore. <laughs> Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, he's played by 2004 <laughs> Mark Ruffalo. So no Got slouch, it. right? No slouch. Yeah. I mean, I texted you about the film because I thought that Mark Ruffalo was going to have sex with what he thought was a 30-year-old, but was in fact a 13-year-old in a 30-year-old's body. As a man, he just uh, he heard what a thirteen-year-old's thoughts and feelings on things was like. I'm into this. It kind of went that way, but that's not how the movie ended. <laughs> Thank God. Um, she goes back into time or whatever. I don't. There wasn't like a time portal. She jumped through. I, maybe she fell into another closet. I don't know. It was towards the end of my workout, um, and I was tired. What do you want? And she wakes up in her thirteen-year-old body right she's 13 again mm -hmm. and uh, the guy that Mark Ruffalo is playing as a kid he's like he's like a fat loser kid that's like her own yeah. their friends together their neighbors or whatever so the lesson yeah. she learned is that she should have I guess been sleeping with this fat kid years ago yeah because he's going to be hot later he kind of was the lesson <laughs> that's kind of what the lesson was Okay. Uh, Judy Greer did not get an, enough screen time at all she never gets in enough screen I time know. she's just give her give her better roles. Yeah, she's phenomenal in everything she does. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff, put this in your file yeah. about me. Big Judy Greer mm -hmm. fan, not Cameron Diaz fan. Okay. 
Okay, I'll put that in there. Who's the other actress I don't like? Oh, God, there's so many. From, um, don't try to make me out to be a sexist, you piece of shit. <laughs> the, the lady from the Spider-Man, the original, well, not the original, uh, but the first few Spider-Man movies. Kirsten Dunst? Yes! Oh, God, uh, terrible. Yeah. <sighs> All right, sorry, go on. <laughs> go on. I mean, you just described this movie to me. Right, but this is your segment. I keep forgetting. <laughs> we do a thing with the movie now? Yeah, we have to uh, come up with other movie ideas in that are, take place in the same uh, universe. We're going to franchise this movie. Oh, right, right. The 13 going on 30 cinematic universe. <laughs> All right, so there's this closet maker, right? He gets cursed by a gypsy. Okay. Well, can gypsy... you say gypsy? Nope. Is gypsy, I was just gonna gypsy offensive, right? Yeah, yeah. Damn, wow. I think you have to call them a Roma. A Roma witch. <laughs> <laughs> the 80s and 90s were fucking wild. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Did you you think that these problems have gone away? No, but I'm now aware that yeah. every like every movie I feel like that at any supernatural thing in modern times use the word gypsy. I guarantee and you. You know what we should do next year? Here's let's start planning for next year. Okay. Next year the middle segment can be we watch a movie aimed at like teenagers or tweens. Yeah. And we get to decide, like, we have to just, we, we try to pull out what are the racist elements. I guarantee you, <laughs> probably 90% of all the movies made just have things yeah. like that. But That's crazy. Roma witch, is that what you're saying? You can say gypsy to me. I, you know, it's just me and you talking. But <laughs> I, I, want to not, I want to have a replacement for that word, because it feels like gypsy came out so easily from my mouth that I want to be able to replace it mentally. So I, I would say the gendered term for a female magic user might be witch or sorceress. You can just say wizard, I guess. I like wizard as a good gender neutral. All right. So wizard? Sure. Okay. It's cursed by a wizard. Do you, I don't feel like wizards curse people, though. I Are mean, you, they must. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Bestow curse is like a fourth level spell. You learn it, you learn it kind of early on. <laughs> And I mean, if you want to get technical, blindness, deafness is like lower level. I think that's second level. So you learn that even <laughs> earlier. And that's a kind. That's just a specific kind of a curse. Gandalf didn't curse anybody. Are you sure? Pretty sure. I don't know. Well, read the books. Well, really? Okay, so they're at Sauron's tower after the tree people have like destroyed it, right? I mean, he, cusses, he, says... out, he cusses out Denethor pretty strongly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in Return of the King. I don't. We don't have time to talk about Lord of the Rings anymore. I'm we just... did it. We did it. We did it. We did it. Sorry, go I'm on. I'm just saying, I'm asking, did he curse Sauron to stay in the tower? Because he said Sauron can't leave. Or was it being enforced by the tree people? That's Saruman, first of all. You fucking <laughs> asshole. You fucking asshole. <laughs> you, you had to watch those movies. That was your doing. We got to watch those movies. You're welcome. No, I got to watch them the first time, and it was pure cinematic magic. <laughs> but was, did he curse Saruman to stay in that tower? I know. Okay. That's the only thing where I can think of maybe I saw a curse in that movie from a wizard. I'm going to curse you if you make this segment last any longer. <laughs> All right. Closet maker, cursed by a wizard, I guess. Okay? When he makes closets now, they all... I don't know. <laughs> Help me out. I don't... It sounds like you're doing an Indian in the cupboard thing, and that has also strong overtones that are maybe not... Something you, mean, you want to associate yourself with? You mean Native American in the cupboard? There you go. But that's not what the book is titled. <laughs> I'm saying, you know, 
the, the closet seems to feature pretty heavily in this thing, and a cursed closet maker. Maybe he uh, makes all these closets. Or maybe the wizard himself makes closets to curse people. Yeah. yeah. Um, let me... We're going to rewind a little bit, because I don't think there's such a thing as a closet maker. I think just... <laughs> there aren't. That's accounted for in, like, the architectural plan. <laughs> you like, think just construction workers? Well, what's, okay, a construction worker will build a house, will build a physical space for the closet. Mm-hmm. But I think you get people who make closets like any other kind of interior decorator, but they focus on closets, like storage solutions. Is that a show that you wood. watch? That sounds like a show. <laughs> no, it could be. I mean, it could be a show. Huh. Let's just agree that closet makers exist. In this universe, there's a, <laughs> there's a type of person who designs closets specifically. Yeah. I guess, and maybe cabinets? Sure. Okay, so a wizard runs a company called Storage Solutions. <laughs> yeah. And um, maybe... The, the the this house right the people didn't mm-hmm. pay him after he did all the work so he curses the house he curses the closet fuck that closet <laughs> fuck it fuck the whole closet the closet <laughs> fucked it's he hilarious. says as, as he runs outside <laughs> don't get me started on the pantry he says I can't get started on the pantry it's a union thing there's a pant there's okay so there's a rival wizard yes. <laughs> who focuses exclusively on pantries. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Pantry Solutions is the company he yeah, runs. Yeah. He's not. He's not involved in this movie. It's, it's a whole other thing. There's just background. whole pantry movie. It's character background for whoever plays this wizard. Who plays this wizard. Do you have an actor in mind? Andy Old Serkis? Jude Law. <laughs> Old Jude Law. Okay. What has Jude Law been up to? He uh, he's young Dumbledore in those uh, those movies about Harry Potter and the Americas. Fantastic Beasts. You've lost me again. He plays Dumbledore in the Fantastic Beast franchise. No, I heard you. I just don't understand. <laughs> is what I meant. <laughs> you came through clear as day. <laughs> he plays the young Pope on an HBO series about a Pope in his mid forties, I guess, because in Jude Law's mid forties. Yeah, is um, that the guy a to go pope? to if you need to know stuff about Jude Law, like how old he is? <laughs> is that actually young for a Pope? 40? I don't know. Is it probably all the popes I can think of are really old white men? Yeah, but. I mean, back in the day, people didn't live much longer than 40, right? We had popes back then. Uh, yeah, well, maybe I don't know or care, I guess. <laughs> is, this, is this relevant? All right, so this this closet in this house is cursed. Yeah, by and a wizard. So, kind of like a monkey's paw. If you go in there and say, like, you want you want to hide until you're 30, I don't boom. think that, I don't think that's what happened in the film. <laughs> I'm sorry. IMDB says, after... Total humiliation at her 13th birthday party. Jenna Rink wants to just hide until she's 30. Thanks to some wishing dust, Jenna's prayers have been answered. Yeah, but, okay, I'm looking at the same storyline synopsis you are, and that's written by Pop Diva Princess 3000. (laughs) Would someone who didn't know anything about the movie write this line, with a knockout body in a dream apartment? Um... (laughs) Um... So you're saying there's no... Wishing dust? Is wishing dust a thing? Sure. But <laughs> it can be. But, I mean, I think the spell Wish, a ninth level spell, requires a great quantity of diamond dust, but okay. I'm not certain. <laughs> might depend on the edition you're playing. Yeah. Um, but it seems like she asked to, like... Oh, she asked for it! Oh, I'm sorry, it. Jeff! <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry, Jeff, hold on! It seems like she wanted to hide out until she was 30. And then in a monkey paw style thing, it was like, wish granted. 
Now, now all of a sudden, you got you're you're 30 years old, the mind of a 13 year old. But we're not rewriting the film. I thought we were. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Is that? I mean, we can rewrite it. I just so, I thought no, this we, was. <laughs> we have to have other stories dealing in this house with this with this cursed closet, or maybe the wizard curses a bunch of closets. Maybe the wizard does other things. I think we um, can keep it to this one house for the moment. <laughs> We can wait until other directors take it to try to do all something right. new and experimental with it, and then they screw up the franchise. But so they find all these all these houses with this wizard curse these closets, right? And they they move them off to an island south of Costa Rica. <laughs> they open up a park. Yeah, welcome to domestic park. <laughs> all right. No, no, I'm into it now. There's big mansions, <laughs> munching on trees, uh, trailer parks scattered around between them. Running real fast. <laughs> Packs of tiny homes roam the savannah. <laughs> this is better than what we had before. Can we let's, can we just talk about domestic park now? <laughs> Jeff, I think domestic park has a dark secret though. Go on. These these houses can only survive by eating people. People have to live in them. Oh no. <laughs> people have to live in them. The government. Gets wind of these cursed wishing closets. <laughs> yeah. And so they train them like men in black, and then they trick them to go into these houses and make, make the same wish in these closets about being a better soldier. Oh, my God. <laughs> Suddenly they wake up, and they're robocops. No, no, you had a better idea before you tried to make a joke out of it. If the government finds these, these closets, yeah. they can send agents into the future. You, you train a child soldier... Mm-hmm. You oh. send them to the future, and, bring, and then you bring back information about what the fucking future's like. Because they wake up, she remembered everything at the end of the movie, I would imagine, right? I think so. I don't That's remember. That's why she wasn't completely grossed out by Mark Ruffalo at the end. Is that right? Well, the fat kid that was playing the younger version of him, yeah. <laughs> the government trains child soldiers, gets them in these houses, they go to the future, they get intel, and then boom, they're back. I think it might be, I think it might be more like, uh, did you ever, well, you didn't read, because you don't read books, because you can't read, the movie, <laughs> um, Ender's Game? That was uh, a movie, right? They made that into a movie? They made that into a movie. I've seen the trailer for that movie. Han Solo's in it? Yeah, Han Solo's in it. I'm going to so, spoil it for you right now real quick. Just oh, so please, you know I, bet, I bet, I bet, I could probably synopsis. So get synopsis of that thing. You can do that too, but yeah. it, it, it's a bad movie. The book was a lot better, but mm-hmm. um, the guy that wrote it, I guess, is a brutal homophobe. Oh guy. no! So or, uh, Orson Scott Card is—he might not be a homophobe, but he said some things about certain <laughs> demographics. So he's, he's not a homophobe, but he's given homophobes great ideas. <laughs> That's maybe. No, I don't want to get sued. Um, what was I? Oh, Ender's Game. Mm-hmm. So uh, humanity is being attacked by these bug things, bug yeah. aliens. Mm-hmm. So this this guy is like training child soldiers to fight them. Yeah. But the program secretly, really, what they're doing is they're finding a, like a master tactician, somebody who can like fight all of the aliens in army battles as like a general. They are running that kid through tests, but the tests are actually real battles. So oh. before the kid realizes what he's doing, they go, "Here's the final simulation." You're going to kill all of the bugs. You're going to wipe out their home world. You're going to commit genocide on a scale never before seen. So <laughs> As he an thinks exercise. <laughs> he thinks it's a test. He thinks it's like, I'm going to graduate when I do this. And then he does it. And then yeah. afterward, they're like, thanks for saving humanity. And he like, he blacks out for like a month because it crashes in on him that he like just murdered an entire species. <laughs> but that's, that's the plot, essentially, is that they trick this kid into yeah. 
because he's so he's such a master tactician, they trick him into committing uh, genocide uh, against an alien species. <laughs> so you're saying the government will trick them to go in the closets, telling them it's a game? I think no. I think I think they have to do social engineering to find lonely kids mm-hmm. and engineer situations in which they are invited to parties. And then seven minutes... So I think the child soldiers are actually the mean kids in school. And I think they... Like, those kids are the ones that, like, maneuver around these other kids. And then so that kid will... The the lonely kid goes into the future, comes back. Mm. And that's... They extract intel. And I don't know how that happens. (laughs) But the phrase should sound ominous. Because it does. dare after. Well, no. When she comes back, I think she just goes... Her and that fat kid maybe... Well, they don't show anything, but you know, <laughs> don't show anything. I mean, they're young kids, but and I don't—it's uh, inappropriate at that age. But it, right, I right. do. I do think they go off on their own. For I don't remember what happens clearly. <laughs> but it's a happy ending, obviously, because it's a. Well, I think it's supposed to be. <laughs> um, what I just described doesn't sound. It seemed like she had it all together. I mean, she had a nice job, a nice apartment. What did they say? A knockout body? So Wait, that's kind of fucked up, though. <laughs> Come on. She gets to see what her life and his life are both like, and then and she then makes she the decision for both yeah. of them that it's going to be different. Yeah. It's like how Marty McFly's like, wow, my parents are rich now. Timeline saved. <laughs> Timeline saved. The guy I don't like is a fucking poor piece of shit. My family's rich, yeah. I did it. We, we used to both be poor pieces of shit, but now that I'm rich... Everything's in its right place. I have my own car now, my own truck, so it's cool. Yeah, she makes a lot of decisions for everybody's future. Because here's the thing, that fat kid becomes Mark Ruffalo. Like, Yeah. The, but if he's he gets accepted okay. when he's fat, when he grows up, is he going to be fat Mark Ruffalo? Probably not. I, I mean, she's, she's seen him as Mark Ruffalo, so I think she's going she's gonna to have a lot of power and put a lot of yeah. pressure on that guy in that relationship. Yeah, I, yeah she knows he could do it. Well, it's worse than that. She knows. She knows that she can make him do it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Thirteen going on thirty is a dark film. I don't. <laughs> I think I was tricked into watching a horror film. I mean, the way the way this person describes the storyline, it's pretty I'm much sorry. like when Biff got a hold of the Almanac and started his own casino. I'm going to go ahead and need you to say the screen name every time you save this person. Describes the story. <laughs> Pop Diva Princess 3000. The way Pop Diva Princess 3000 describes this movie, it just seems like the future is Biff owning a casino. That that's kind of what it looks like. I might. Wa- would you recommend watching this movie? I mean, uh, not now that I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I mean, I was just at the gym. Like I had music yeah. on, and they. I was just reading subtitles. It was a thing to look at. Mm-hmm. Go so on. I have to see like. Well, yeah, according to Pop people Diva by. Princess 3000, she had a knockout bod. Well, gross. If I were to ever go to the gym, I, I should. If it's on ABC Family and the treadmill you're on is near that screen, <laughs> sure. It's something to look at. Can we do a, a movie based on what Mark Ruffalo does? What happens to him between Fat Middle Schooler and Mark Ruffalo? What, what is his job in, in the movie? I don't remember. What does Pop Diva? What is it? Pop Diva Princess Three? What, is she, what does Pop Diva Princess Three Thousand say? She doesn't even mention Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, is is Mark Ruffalo engaged in this movie? I don't remember. Jennifer Garner has her assistant track down Mark Ruffalo, mm-hmm. who turns out is already engaged. Oh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like getting mm-hmm. married the next week or something. And she goes in, 
and just messes his whole life up. Well, she's 13. I mean, <laughs> you can't. I guess well, you true. really, you really can't blame her here. She's the child. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo is the adult. He should know. Yes, know better. <laughs> but I think he's he's thinking with his little Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think Mark Ruffalo calls his his Dunker his little Hulk? <laughs> you wouldn't like me when I'm horny. Is that? No, oh, well, don't. <laughs> I don't think he just uses lines from the films. <laughs> Hulk smash. I mean, no. it, it's it's perfect, you know? Inappropriate. <laughs> Inappropriate, Jeffrey. So we have Domestic Park. We have a wizard who curses closets. And those are two two good movies to put in into this whole, make a universe out of this, this uh, landscape here. I still think that if the government finds out about this closet, they're manipulating people oh, the to go into the children. I still think that's how. Ha- I still think child soldiers is that's happening. Amazing. I, th- I think whatever studio put this out should consider this. Oh, Sony Pictures. Yeah, they got into the Spider Verse money. So they get okay. Oh, here's here's the plot of the movie. Right. So the, the government's <laughs> been doing this, right? Mm-hmm. And then one day, the, a ten year old goes through, wishes he was thirty. All right. He never comes back. Oh shit. What happens in twenty years? The government has that's the that's the maximum amount of time the government has to figure this out. Oh fuck! <laughs> right? Yeah. So they get they get they go get a really old guy to wish he was thirty. They've never tried. Oh, they've never tried this before. Yes. They've never tried it that way. Okay. I don't know. That idea is all I had. I didn't have a full movie fleshed out in my head, Jeff. They put it, they put that kid in there. Who plays him? He's uh, <laughs> oh, the ten uh, year old. No, who cares? Nobody cares who the ten year old is. Yeah, yeah. I mean the old guy. We need old, the old. Who plays him when he's thirty? No, I want to know who the old guy is. <laughs> Sam Elliott's having a moment, so we'll say Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott's moment ended five years ago. <laughs> Next. Next. Are you fucking kidding me? Fine, Alfred Molina. No. Pass. No. Hard pass. Hard pass with Alfred Molina? I don't know who it is. Hard pass. <laughs> He's the guy in um, Raiders who's like, throw me throw me the whip. Throw me the statue, I'll hand you the whip. That guy. That sounds like Jafar from Aladdin. <laughs> it's a similar moment. Well, he's a cartoon guy, so... He's not... It's, this is not... <laughs> you look up Alfred Molina, and you'll see... He's per- he'll be perfect for it. <sighs> you know I don't want to look up Alfred Molina. <laughs> Alfred Molina. He was in Spider-Man. Yeah, he was Dr. Octopus. You're right. Oof. <laughs> He's perfect age to be old guy. What do you want, like a like a really buff guy? I'm just saying I'm seeing him do a lot of voice acting where he's not appearing on screen, so... This is the opportunity. It'll jumpstart his career. Two, three... Yeah, like four voice acting gigs in the last two years. <laughs> okay, it can be offered Molina. That's fine. That's, uh, that's... Yeah, you don't have a better idea, right? Um. Now Abe Vigoda's dead. <laughs> <laughs> they put his, they put his corpse in there. Tommy Lee Jones was, is he alive? Oh, she was thirty. Oh god, yeah, he's still alive. Yeah, he does look pretty old. <laughs> yeah, they could be like the fugitive. <laughs> they have to pick it. All right. So this this kid goes in ten, which is he was thirty. They're usually back within a week, right? Yeah, that's a good. That's yeah. They come back in exactly a week. That's a but good. A week, a week goes by. That kid doesn't doesn't show up. No. Nope. Right. Two weeks. Then, two weeks. Four weeks go by. That kid doesn't yeah, show yeah. up. So then they cut to twenty twenty one years later, right? <laughs> and so then, 
how do we get the old guy to be 30 at that exact time 20 years from now? What are you, mm. I don't understand what you're doing. <laughs> I'm writing this movie. But 20, no, the, the, but the idea is the kid goes yeah. 20 years in the future and never comes back, and they need to know why he never comes back. So they take Alfred Molina, your favorite yeah. actor, and they put him <laughs> in the closet... He's an old man, and he go, they wish he wishes he was thirty because yeah. they think he's gonna be thirty in the future. Okay, it's a magic okay, so closet. You're saying right? I wish I was thirty. You're saying it would push him forward in the same amount of time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, how about this though? How about this? They've got intel about what it's like twenty years from now. They send a kid to do something else. Turns out he, he does it doesn't do anything at all. So it's all fucked up, right? You're writing Looper. <laughs> stop no. I see what you're doing so they, they try they try to stop him in the future you know what I mean they try to combat it make make it there but they find this guy they battle it for like 40 years and it's still terrible and so they find an old guy who'd been, who would have been 30 the same time that kid jumped to be 30 and they have that guy go in the closet and say I wish I was 30 go back that many years like and they f- fight him in there like that's not a looper just like Looper. That's that's not Looper at all. Yeah, the future is bad, and the mob is using time travel guys to kill people. This is the government. Okay, first sorry. Of all. Oh, the gov- Oh, the government's not at all like the mob. Okay. And this is and this is the they only use, they only do tra- time travel. They've only done it before, moving kids forward. Mm-hmm. But now they now that he's fucked up the future. They've been fighting it for so many years. They finally like I have an idea. Put send an old guy back, who would be thirty at the time. When that all happened, say, I wish I was 30, boom, pushed them back that year, and they, they battle it out. Okay. <laughs> Similar to Looper, I think. <laughs> not, not the same. Yeah, alright. Look, it's not a prerequisite that I like these movies we make, okay? <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a thing that has to happen. I just, you know, I'm thinking about seeing, like, Al- Looper starring Alfred Molina, and I, I don't like it. <laughs> He's a nicer guy than Bruce Willis. Yeah, that's that list is not hard to make. <laughs> nicer guys than Bruce Willis. Yeah, no shit. I think we I think we have a good good uh, good foundation for our whole universe around the thirteen going on thirty. Was Alfred Molina in the Show Me the Money movie? Jerry Maguire. I uh, obviously I don't know what it's called. <laughs> if it's not called the Show Me the Money, well <laughs> then obviously I don't know what the fucking name of the movie is. Sure, that's that sounds like a fine name for a film. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's Jerry Maguire. Was he in it? I I uh, not gonna lie, I don't think I've seen all of Jerry Maguire. No, he did a voice in Rick and Morty. Yeah, he was. Uh... Oh, who cares who he was? He just couldn't appear on television. He doesn't have a compelling look. <laughs> I think he's he's just old now. There's not a lot of a lot of meaty roles for old guys. Are you serious? <laughs> Are you kidding me right now? What movies out there where where the guys aren't ripped now? Even Tom Cruise, he's in his fifties. He's got to look like he's in his forties to, to first of all, stay relevant. First of all, you're moving the goalposts, okay? <laughs> you're moving the goalposts. You said that it just was it was old people. There weren't roles for older people, older men yeah. specifically. Yeah, you that's have to be nonsense. Ripped. You don't have no. You don't have to be ripped. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones, he was in that movie, right? With the sh- the shield, Captain America, the shield guy. <laughs> I was going to call him. With the Shieldies? Before the, I remember his shieldies? name. You know, Shield Hero? I don't think he was, but I'm not going to argue with you. Jeff, did you have a Shield Hero uh, action figure when you were a kid? Oh, I had them all. 
Oh, and all the shield heroes. I didn't. Just so you know. Yeah, he was Dr. Octopus. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know who you're talking about. Tyler Lee Jones. I know exactly who you mean. Tommy Lee Jones was not in Captain America. Wasn't he? No. Who was the guy then? You're thinking like uh, Robert Redford, maybe? Oh, no, Tommy Lee Jones, you're right. Eat shit, you <laughs> motherfucker. I knew it. You don't know anything about Hollywood or movies or pop culture. Uh, <laughs> I can't picture him in that movie. Right, he's in He's in the old time. You're in the old time. He's in the... I know. He's, in, he's like the sergeant guy, right? Okay. He, he takes the. He takes the. Uh, He's a fake, colonel, but I mean, show some respect. He takes the. I'm not in the military. I don't have to bow or whatever they do. Salute. <laughs> <laughs> he takes the fake grenade, right, and throws it, and Captain America is the only one who jumps on it, even though he's a scrying little wuss boy. Oh, okay. So you're saying he, he's at um, training camp or whatever. Yeah, it's and then Tommy Jones is like, "Oh, it's all about it's all about heart." <laughs> That's how you win wars, heart. Yeah, and then everyone um, around him is like, but that kid was going to die if that wasn't fake. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's grenades that win wars. Yeah. He's not... they, prom- they promote the grenade to Colonel. <laughs> yeah. He, he's not smart. <laughs> so tell Keep me going. one scene from any movie that Alfred Molina has ever been in that's half that good is the Tommy Lee Jones scene I just flawlessly described to you. <laughs> Come on, you're you're Alfred Molina's agent, as far as I can tell. <laughs> All right, how about how about uh, yeah the Raiders of the Lost Ark scene? Better. I don't, okay. I've never seen him in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Are you talking about the TV show, the cartoon? No. <laughs> <laughs> where is he in Raiders of the Lost Ark? What does he do? He, What's you know that whole scene, you know that whole big scene where he goes to get the idol and the big boulder rolls down. Yeah, I'm Remember familiar, that fucking yeah, scene? I'm familiar with the big boulder. Alfred Molina's right in the middle of that fucking scene. He's the guy that goes with him to get the idol. I don't remember the Are you out of your fucking guy. mind? <laughs> I genuinely do not. He's in the room doing the bag of sand trick, right? Yeah, that's that's halfway into that scene. Go on. Uh, Harrison Ford. Old old forty old forty bag of sand. Who do you who do you think accidentally steps on one of the tiles? That those poison darts start shooting I out. I thought it was Harrison Ford. It was Alfred Molina. Then why is Harrison Ford bringing fucking bumbling idiot Alfred Molina into this tomb? They're working together. He's, he's sometimes you, when you're going after artifacts in countries you're unfamiliar with, sometimes you have to partner with people you don't know that well. Mm. Okay? People have mutual interests. I mean, it turns out that guy was working for Belloc. It's a whole thing. It's a, it's a whole thing. Uh, what else? Is that the only scene he's in? Does he die in that tomb? Yeah. <laughs> He oh. dies not even two minutes later after after the whole hand me the idol, I'll throw you the whip thing. Oh, cool. So it sounds like Steven Spielberg saw how he could do acting and decided, yeah, he's yeah. about right for the part that doesn't last very long in my film. Oh, yeah, because you always take your worst actors and you make them die on screen because yeah. that's, that's always what makes the best death scene. People can't act. Well, he probably, well, I'm sorry, do you think that this guy's death scene was phenomenal in Raiders of the Lost Ark? <laughs> Has oh. Alfred Molina's performance as right. dead Tomb Raider? He, like, yeah, go ahead, sorry. He acted the shit out of Dr. Octopus in Spider-Man 2, a movie I don't think I've seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what? I have. <laughs> go on. And uh, they were, like, trying to make a mini son in New York or something, cartoonishly stupid like that. Okay. <laughs> and it was bad. The guy that played Spider-Man was bad, too. Not Frodo. What's his name? Uh... 
Tobey Maguire Toby was Mc- the Spider-Man in Spider-Man 2. Yeah. Wait, no. Toby. Uh, Toby. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, okay. I thought Tobey Maguire was the name of the movie you just told me about. <laughs> what? With the Show Me the Money movie. Jerry Maguire. Are they related? <laughs> is Tobey Maguire related to a movie? Yeah, sure. But Jerry Maguire is the name of something. Was that like a biopic? Uh, I, I don't think I saw Jerry Maguire either. You're going to have to explain the plot, Jerry Maguire, to me now. I don't... I'm pretty sure Tom Cruise is a sports agent right. working for Cuba Gooding Jr. And he is Tom, in a relationship uh, with Renee Zellweger. And uh, Tom Cruise works for... Cuba. Okay. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> Tom Cruise is very wealthy. I'm sure Cuba Gooding Jr. is very wealthy as well, but Tom Cruise yeah. is like... Well, he was sp- acting as a sports manager, I believe. Mm. And so he was working real hard at that and the, losing, losing biggest... sight of what's really important, his relationship with Renee Zellweger. So he goes into a closet... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so let's see. Is Jerry there some Maguire. sort of kid involved? Like there's that um, Jonathan Lipnicki kid in that movie as well? You've never seen it. You didn't even know the name. What am I, what am I asking you for? Jeremy Maguire is a successful sports agent. The biggest clients, the respect. Mm-hmm. Beautiful fiance. He has it all. Until one, <laughs> night, until one night he questions his purpose. His place in the world and find... Oh, so this is poorly edited. Uh, <laughs> Pop diva. No. <laughs> Princess this, 3000 strikes again. No, this is written by hacks underscore nine <laughs> uh, recording all his thoughts in the mission statement jerry feels he has a new lease on life unfortunately his opinions aren't met with enthusiasm from his superiors mr jr um and after dishonorably being stripped of his high earning clients and elite status within the agency jerry steps out into the sports business armed with only one volatile client oh no that's cuba Gooding jr mm. and the only person with belief in his abilities renee zellweger Mm-hmm. With the impossible task of rebuilding what he once had. That's a long sentence that kind of gets away from this guy here. Um, I can relate. <laughs> along the way, he faces the harsh truths which he'd ignored in the past and a host of hardships that he'd never faced before. Yeah, I haven't seen it. You're right. <laughs> uh, I don't think I've seen it either. All right, we did it. We did it. Candy, no transitions. <laughs> Well, this this time we ate nerds. Mm-hmm. All kinds of nerds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Want to start off? I didn't specify the type of nerd. What kind of nerds did you get? Uh, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to Rite Aid, and they only had tropical nerds. And I I thought that can't be. He would have said tropical nerds if he meant tropical nerds. So I did mm-hmm. not buy them. Okay. Like a dollar seventy a box, I could have just picked one up, but I didn't. And then I went to CVS and they didn't have nerds at all. And then mm. I went to Walmart and they didn't. They had, I think, the tropical again. Really? Yeah. And I said, well, I was already at Rite Aid, and I, was, I didn't buy it there. I'm not gonna buy it here. Go tropical ahead. nerds are are just alive and well in your area. Huh? What kind That's... of market research did they do? Where they're like, you know, that Winchester, Range, New Hampshire area? They're in the tropical nerds. Maybe it was Rainbow Nerds. I don't remember. I picked up Rainbow Nerds. What's the package like? Describe it to me. It says Rainbow Nerds on it, and then it has um, orange, purple, pink, green, and yellow rainbowing across in colors, and then the Nerds characters sprinkled about on the package. Yeah, that might have been it. I don't know. (laughs) 
I think they make tropical nerds. Well, it was either tropical or rainbow nerds. Okay. That I didn't buy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't you, get them. You didn't give me enough time. I, we've talked about this. I, I know, and I, I meant to do it earlier, and then I was like, I don't know. Just... That's okay. How do you like nerds? I haven't heard nerds in years. I like them. I do like them. Uh, and the rainbow nerds, it's hard not to. It's hard to get more than one or two of the same color at a time. Oh yeah. So you just set it up, just shoving them all in your mouth, and so that creates one tangy, uh, generic fruit flavor, which is fine with me. Um, but if you have them individually, you make the effort. Hmm. You can definitely tell the different flavors. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're. I think they're pretty good as far as candies candies go, but. I was, I was reading how they're made, and they basically take a, a sugar crystal, and then they put it in a machine where they're basically polishing it with other sugar crystals until they get a lot of coating of sugar into it. So it's really just, uh, it's, it's, I think, the most sugar um, of any, any candy, because I don't think there's any, anything else other than flavoring and sugars. Yeah. So they kind of build, like, it's like an artificial pearl that they build out of sugar. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I like, the, I like that concept, but that's weird. <laughs> you took sugar and we polished it with sugar. Yeah. Oh, now they're all over my desk. Oh, oh, oh come on. Uh, points <laughs> off for messiness. They're points. everywhere. Most of them didn't land on the floor. I think it'll be okay. Uh, Jeff, you own that house. That's how you get ants. Oh, I don't want ants. No, you don't. Clean that sugar up. Stand by. I only found one on the floor. Um, I'm going to take a vacuum to that later. Okay. Uh, just clean up the area. But They sound like a messy candy. You know, if you're as clumsy as me, I think they, could, they very well could be. Mm. So you remember liking nerds? Uh, when I was a kid, probably, because they're just sugar. What is it? What are the two main flavors? There's the purple one and the pink, pinker one. Um, yeah, th that box is just uh, grape and strawberry. Yeah. Mm. I don't know how I feel about that. You think they they'd make a the orange one of the main ones? You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Such a. You know, I've been. What I have been doing is I've. I'm still occasionally digging into bottle caps. Really. They're pretty good. <laughs> that cola flavor, that root beer flavor, those yeah. are good. I like those. Do you, you want to adjust your rating on those? No. All right. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. The orange uh, nerd has the same orange flavoring as an orange Tic Tac, basically. Ew. Did, did you like orange flavored Tic Tacs? Not really. No? Not, not, not big on Tic Tacs in general. Once you know they're sugar and you crunch into them, once you break that shell, yeah. you definitely know it's just a piece of, piece of sugar. Yeah. It's insane. How's that feel in your cavity-stricken mouth? Does that feel good? My dentist said I was good. Does that feel good? You think you're, what, quip? Yeah, I have a quip toothbrush, yeah. Yeah, you think that's going to get all that sugar out, or you're going to have to force some floss in there? <laughs> I would force floss in regardless, okay? All right. All right? No matter how many pieces get stuck between my teeth. Now, do you mix the flavors for nerds? Um, in the Rainbow Nerds box, you have to. Right. They're all mixed in there. It's uh, it's It's crazy. If I have the purple and pink box, where it has two separate openings... Yeah, there's a divider just, usually between yeah. them. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, most of the time I will not, until I get right to the end where I'm trying to get rid of them, I'll just open them up and go go ham, go crazy. Oh, yeah. Straight yeah. down the hatch. Yeah. <laughs> Although a, uh, a thoughtful portion of this is uh, two tablespoons. And that, that I don't know how many servings are in that little box, but it seems like it's meant to be a single serving, but it's it really... Judging by a thoughtful portion is more like 10 or 15 servings. Well, you know, they don't want to say this box has 10 servings and, you know, 1,200 calories. What do you think of the uh, the nerd mascot? It's stupid. <laughs> like, what if we gave a nerd eyes and feet? 
Right. It's just like this shapeless. It's gross. <laughs> kind of looks like a bird too, or like a yeah. Yoshi. It looks like a mono mono colored Yoshi. It does look like Yoshi. Which one came out first? Because uh, somebody should sue somebody. Uh, Yoshi definitely came out first. I bet. Looks like Nestle's getting sued. As well, they should be. I trust Nintendo more with my water than I would ever trust Nestle. <laughs> Hundred percent. Nintendo would just throw a bunch of green dye in and be like, "You get, you get Luigi water today, hooray!" <laughs> but you still have a right to it because you need it to live. <laughs> Whoopee! Yeah! They make a video game based off of Luigi's water, you know. All right, let's not. <laughs> that doesn't. I don't like the sound of that. Wait, they already made a Mario game, right? He had the squirt gun on his back or whatever. Mario Sunshine. I come on. I don't know. <laughs> Just agree with me for once, Jeff. Oh, I'm sorry. Super you're, always asking me, you're always asking me clarifying questions, like I know more about the subject. <laughs> if I call it the Mario game with the water backpack, I definitely don't know the title. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like you're testing me, that's all. Almost yeah. never. <laughs> where would you where hmm. would you put nerds? Uh, they're middle of the road. Yeah. I'm not not going going after it on my own, usually. It's either struggle to find candy and there's nerds around, I'm eating them though. Well, the sugar, yeah. Have you ever just tried eating sugar? Yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah? Just pure white sugar? <laughs> yeah. Uh. Desperate times. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> so, there are a lot of kinds of different nerds that maybe we'll review later. Yeah. What would you, what would you put nerds on? Because it feels like it, it makes a good topping. So, they, yes, uh, Nestle knows that. And they've put, let's see, nerds rope. It's a gummy string with a variety of nerds attached on the outside. I've had that once. I don't think I was, like, particularly thrilled with it. It comes but... in original berry and tropical flavors. It's tropical, man. They love tropical. Love tropical. Strawberry giant chewy nerds, which are also known as quote-unquote future nerds, have a chewy jelly bean center with a bumpy, crunchy nerd shell. Uh, nerds gumballs, bubble gumballs filled with multiple flavors of nerds. Why? A lot of this sounds disgusting. <laughs> Jeff, when what what year were you born? It's a pretty personal question. 1983. Okay, you are as old as nerds. <laughs> they came out in 83. That surprised Damn. me. Damn. That seems relatively new for such a simple, weird candy. Yeah, like sugar on sugar with flavor. Yeah. Uh, within two years, by 1985, they were recognized as Candy of the Year by the National Candy Wholesalers Association. Dang. What were you doing in 85? Um... I was probably, I think I was probably walking with, with uh, medium confidence. Yeah. But you weren't yeah. like candy of the year, were you? No, uh, I don't think so. I'll ask my mom. Someday. I'll get there. You'll get there. Do they ever have the commercials where those nerds actually talk so they just hop around? I have never once seen a nerds commercial. Let's check, though. Well, I got this one from, looks like the 90s. Oh, no, they just have little squeaky sounds they make. Gross. So they can't talk. So they're not sentient, so it's okay to eat them. I don't know. They, there's a picture of this one on a surfboard. This one lounging on the beach with those sunglasses on. So, seems like they enjoy life. Can it talk though? I mean, maybe it communicates it with does. those squeaks. Can it talk? Mm, not traditionally. Then you can eat it. Is that true? I, yeah, that's a law. Everybody knows that law. You don't know that law? I don't know that. I don't know that law. Oh. Babies can't talk. Mm-hmm. You can eat babies. I didn't say that. That was your rule. That was not my rule. That's the government's law. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So this has been the Heads Up Podcast. (laughs) 
with Jeff and Sean. I'm Sean. I'm Jeff. What do we have? An email and an yep. Instagram and a Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, the Instagram and the Twitter are at Heads Up Pod. Don't forget to like and subscribe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Please that, post your reviews. Click that little bell. Please leave a comment under the video. <laughs> Tell us what you would do if you were Mark Ruffalo and you saw a 13-year-old girl in a 30-year-old body. Because <laughs> it seems like you might be able to make a better decision than him. <laughs> What's the email? Uh, headsuppod at gmail.com? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of lacks some razzle-dazzle, doesn't it? <laughs> doesn't have that showbiz flair. You sell shirts, right? Out of the back of your car or something? Yep. Yep, I do. And and I know the website off the top of my head for sure. Headsup.threadless.com. Let me just make sure that page loads and it goes to the right place. Yep, it's there. That's us. <laughs> I've never been there. Um... <laughs> And I, I have I, sh- I have the fursuit uh, shirt up there. Mm-hmm. You basically designed the shirt. You, you were very specific about what you wanted. Oh, I didn't want the shirt to exist at all. I think if you listen to last week's episode, like you said you're going to do, you're going you're gonna to realize that you did. This was the Heads Up Podcast, and we are popping off. Toodles. <laughs>